Here we go again. Great to have you here for the show. And the Premier coming out today announcing more money will be spent to combat gang and gun crime, things like human trafficking. We're talking $75 million aimed at beefing up gang and gun and drug intelligence gathering, more boots on the ground, border security issues. I'm listening to this announcement and I'm wondering, okay, so how does this change anything? Because we keep throwing all this money at this issue, but we never solve it because the money actually means nothing if there's no actual long-term plan of investment by all three levels of government who are all on the same page and actually try to get to the root of the problem. And I assure you, it will not be solved by these hollow kinds of announcements. Let me bring in Louis March to this conversation. He is with Zero Gun Violence. Louis, good to have you. Glad to uh, be back again, Alex. I reached out to you and I thought, you know, Louis, what are you going to think about this gun announcement? And then we said, we'll talk after the premier, um, you know, makes the announcement. Let's see what we get. And of course, I called you and it was very clear. Um, they completely missed the boat as as far as you're concerned. Clearly, they've missed the boat. Like what he said today, he could have said three years ago, uh, this seems to be uh, a tough on crime strategy or plan for the upcoming election. You know, I spent $75 million to tough on crime, and there's nothing new in there. In fact, when I look at the details in terms of where the money is going, I'm saying, well, I thought you were doing this already. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I thought. Like, like collaborating, sharing information, analytics. Like, I thought you were doing all of this already. And now you're going to announce $75 million to do what you clearly should have been doing before. And you expect to get different results. We've seen the police budget. This, more, this, 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 this announcement was more about frontline policing personnel and the justice mm-hmm. sector. That's where the money is going. When anybody asked him about investing in community, you know, getting to the roots of the gun violence, right? Uh, community mm-hmm. Development Initiative. They struggled answering that question because clearly that was not their intention. Their intention is on policing and justice, and that's where that money is going. And policing and justice are a part of this plan. It, it can't be the only part of the plan because police just can't solve this on their own. And, and you know, I, I've covered gun crime in, in the city of Toronto since I was 27. That is a really long time ago. Uh, and Louis... Since then, we've had these kinds of announcements. We always get these very, um, you know, divided announcements by the federal, provincial, the, the municipal governments. They all come out with their own plan. But what we never actually get is an implementation of a of a structural plan that has a multi-pronged approach. And if we do get that kind of plan announced, it either gets scrapped or it gets canceled or these investments that should have been done back in 2005 or even before then when we had the summer of the gun or when the gun violence was really kind of taking root in the city. All these things that, that were being invested then either got canceled by other governments. And so here we are in 2021, and the situation is, I think, as bad as we've ever seen it. Look, as the police budget has increased, gun violence trend has, has moved upwards. So clearly it's not working. The first initiative that the premier made when he became uh, premier of Ontario was he cut $25 million from after-school programming. Mm -hmm. And he took that $25 million and he gave it to the police. He said, 
I am from the old school. I believe in putting more boots on the ground. So he wanted the money to go towards policing. Those programs that he cut, where did those young people go? Where they were, you know, automatic uh, fodder for criminal activity? We're paying the price for that right now. And he has not got the vision to understand what's going on. Policing is one part of a bigger puzzle. It is one piece of a bigger puzzle. And if it's always policing first and community and afterthought, we're not going to address this issue. We all want to feel safe in our city. We want to walk on the streets of Toronto and feel safe, whether we're walking in Rosedale or walking in Rexdale. We want to feel safe. And uh, it's not happening. So the strategies that that they have adopted or implemented over these last few years are not working. They're not working. And I mean, we can place a little bit of blame on Ford, uh, but certainly place a lot of blame on past governments, um, you know, the current federal government. I mean, when we get these announcements, we we saw this in the election just a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, um, where these games are are turned into these issues are turned into political, you know, games uh, to score votes. But but they're not actual solutions. And so what you, you ban handguns. That's not a solution. Again, we don't get a comprehensive plan. Uh, as you say, to do the after-school pr- uh, programs, build community centers, make sure there are jobs, uh, getting to these kids before the gang members get to them. Uh, we just don't do any of that. And, and to me, that should have been done decades ago. I think a study was done recently where the numbers came out. For every $1 we invest up front in mm-hmm. crime prevention, we save $6 on the back end in terms of policing, justice, healthcare, and so on. Every one dollar we invest up front, we save $6 on the back end. It's not rocket science. Why are we spending no. all the money on policing when we should focus on these early intervention opportunities? And we know where they are. And we keep missing the boat on it. And then we act surprised when the criminal activity increases. They, 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 the guns coming across the border, 80% of the guns found at crime scenes here in Toronto are illegal guns coming across the border. 80%. But they want to talk about banning guns for uh, legal gun owners. Like, this is ridiculous, right? Well, it uh, is It is guns, ridiculous, but the point is people keep voting it in. But they the thing is, Louis... Well, they do get away with it, but people in Toronto keep voting in these policies, and that, that's the problem. They buy into this notion that if you ban handguns from legal firearm owners, that that's going to get this. These aren't, these aren't the people that are causing the, the carnage on our streets. I think the voters are getting smart to this. That's why we had all those protests last year. Last summer, like, there were like two and three protests a day, right, against uh, guns. We, we just had a, a peace walk, a mother's peace walk down Young Street, saying enough is enough. We've got to do this thing differently. We need to save lives. The trauma, the, the pain that is causing not only individuals but communities mm-hmm. is preventable. But we cannot continue to play games with people's lives with these announcements that you can see clearly are politically motivated. This is about, guess what, my tough on crime uh, efforts, $75 million over three years, that's $25 million a year. What is that going to do uh, to, 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 to make you feel safe? And then people are going to run to the voting stations and vote for them. This is not right. Louis, did, 
Is there any consultation with people like yourself or, or some of the people that you work with who actually have a, a tangible understanding of the streets? Zero consultation. This was a back office plan uh, by his friends and associates. Uh, there was no outreach to the community. We work with over 40 different organizations, agencies, and programs across the city of Toronto towards this very bold and amb ambitious objective of zero gun violence, not only for some, but for all. Not one of them has said that they were contacted. This was baked in the back office somewhere, or maybe at a dining table in this house or somewhere. This is not what we're looking for. We're looking for a strategic, a comprehensive strategic action plan that brings all the pieces all the key stakeholders together. We work with mothers who have lost children to gun violence. We see their grief, right? We see their trauma. And we know that in the back of our heads that many of these things could have been prevented if we had a, a comprehensive strategic action plan that included inputs, not only from the three levels of government, from key stakeholders that knows yeah. what's going on on the, on the underground. And we yeah. don't have one. Well well, we don't right now, but again, all these elections bring out uh, the very kind of worst announcements. But nonetheless, Louis, this is a conversation for a much longer uh, discussion, and I appreciate you having that. We will have another one. I appreciate your time. We can do better, Alex. We can do better. We're a resourceful city. We're a resourceful country. When we put our mind to something, we normally are successful. We have not put our minds to this yet, and this is clearly demonstrated by what he said today at the press conference. Sadly, that is uh, the truth. Louis, we'll talk again. Appreciate your time. Uh, Louis March with us from Zero Gun of Violence. And so we get the announcement today. Sadly, nothing will change. We do need boots on the ground, but we need a whole lot more than that. Stay with us here. Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.